Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 43 of An Apotheosis of a Bombast. I'm Scott Copperman. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Elton McManus. Howdy doody. And we have a special giggling guest here today, my young son, Mr. Jay Copperman. Hi. Hi. So I'm in the United States, Elton is in the UK, and Jay is coming to us from Australia. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. I'm in the same room as you. Oh. Okay, we'll have a talk later about the mystery of podcasting and radio, Jay. Oh. Okay. So they all think I'm this great big Nigerian man, like 500 pounds, muscles all over, piercings and all. They don't know anything about me. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, yes, we're here keeping the the family guest theme of the month going. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed the last episode unfortunately there was a lot of stuff going on here specifically i had been i won't call it poisoned <laughs> i'll say i was i was turned quite ill after um my family took a trip to like an indoor water park and yeah. the chlorine and the chemicals besides chlorine and the germs that the chlorine was trying to kill got the better of me so I told you to stay away from them. You did. Last stay time, up. it got the better of me. Yep, yep. After really? lecturing Jay to be tough, it, it got to me this time. Like, um, if I went near that one ride, I would start going crazy coughing for, like, ten minutes, and it would not feel good. And also, it smells bad. Yeah. The chlorine. It smells and tastes bad. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to taste it. You're not supposed to drink well, it. I mean, in the air. You're right. You're right. It's like a big sauna of like chlorine gas. and It reminds me of the old um, role-playing games where that would be like an attack, like gas cloud or methane gas, do five chlorine damage attack. points or something. Right. And that's basically what it was. But Amanda did a great job filling in. Uh, you guys explored the sweetheart conundrum. Sweetheart <laughs> or sweetheart? Sweet. We were talking about Smarties. Smarties. Well, you know why? Because I was thinking of the little heart-shaped things. I thought that's what you were thinking of. Candy. You had the little round ones? We lost a lot. We had a... You must have Smarties. We do, but they're little round... They look like medicine, but they're Uh, hard candy. Like... Like, no, they're they're Skittles. Go with M&M's. M&M's. So they're candy-covered? Yeah, like a crunchy-coated chocolate thing. Oh, there's chocolate in there. Yeah, our Smarties are more... Like, if you've ever had a candy necklace... Oh, yeah, I that's love them. the Smarties are, are those little ringlets on the necklace. We used to spend hours just flicking half of that uh, <laughs> necklace at other people. You, you can bite them in half and then ping them al- ac- across the uh, classrooms at other people. <laughs> Don't get any I'm, ideas. I'm teaching him stuff already, I know, aren't I? you are. <laughs> also, we would have if we wouldn't make one, we already did that last year, and that was on the beginning of the year. So if we were going to do that in school, we would have already done it. What, made a candy necklace? Yeah, because we did it last year, and we didn't do it this year. But if we were going to do it this year, we would probably do, we would have probably already done it. Well, let me tell you what they did, Jay, because you didn't get to hear that. And we'll, we'll say M&M's because that's basically okay. the same thing. But they just they were curious whether the different colors tasted different. Uh, what do you think? Um, well, no, not really. Not with M&M's. See, the rumor over here is that the orange ones taste orangey, and I just never can taste it. But Amanda swears blind 
and we've looked up on websites to prove it as well. And <laughs> we did the taste test, and she got fifty percent right, I think, which doesn't really solve anything. We're all back to square one again. Yeah. Well, all I taste when I have one, all I taste is chocolate and candy. <laughs> Chocolate that's because you shove it in about ten at a time. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I stuffed the entire bag in my mouth at once. <laughs> well, I could eat an entire cupcake in like two bites if I wanted to. I'm glad you're proud of that. <laughs> well, you're here, Jay. Besides being uh, able to brag about your gastronomic achievements here, <laughs> you're here to talk to us about a couple other things. Now, Elton is a really big fan of Star Wars. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a big fan of Star Wars. Yeah. And Jay's a fan of Star Wars of this other generation. So what I wanted to, to ask you, Jay, and I have a feeling you're going to have a different answer than Elton. Mm-hmm. I might have to phrase it a little differently to get, get the answer I'm looking for. But my question is, who is the hero of Star Wars? Um, let me think. Darn it. There's like... And half of it, there's one. Well, there's no wrong answer. If, if you... Part of it, there's one person, then a different part, there's another. I, I know, I know. Stop. Don't think about it so much. I want just a quick answer. All right. Uh, who's... Who... Not... I don't want to say what's who Star Wars about, but if you, you've you got some action figures and you're going to play with mm-hmm. Star Wars, which... Who's the good guy you want to be? Your, which action figure do you want to play with? Yoda. Yoda. He survived all six. He was in all six, and he didn't die. Okay, you're not really cooperating here. <laughs> That's one good thing. Let me back up. I'm going to ask Elton, because I'll get an answer. Elton, who's the main character of Star Wars to you? Um, Yoda, because he was in all six, oh. and he didn't die. No, um, I'd say, from my perspective, it'll probably be, it, it's got to be Luke Skywalker, isn't it? That's That's what I thought you might say, but Jay... I know you have some of my old Star Wars action figures, uh-huh. and we just got a Luke Skywalker action figure from the Expanded Universe stuff. Yeah. But when you play with your action figures, who's the leader of the good guys? Um, I'm trying to think. All right, I... Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin, or Luke? All right. Um, Luke. Who do you... you... Oh. I'm just saying, out of those three, him. You think Luke? You Out of those three... I, well, I agree, but this is not going where it was supposed to go at all. Brilliant. <laughs> I'd, I'd personally say R2-D2 because he gets everyone out of strife. All right. Well, let me say where I was going with this. And obviously, I should have used your son instead of mine. When you play, Jay, yeah. all the toys you get. Like, I found that, that Luke Skywalker toy, mm-hmm. like, in the, the clearance section of, of a store. Most people can't get Luke Skywalker stuff. They can only get Anakin stuff. Mm-hmm. In Clone Wars, the cartoon that you watch, mm-hmm. is Luke Skywalker in that? No. No. So who is that a show about? Anakin. Okay. One name. That's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so in the movies that you saw, if I said, let's go watch a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. you can only watch one episode. Are you going to put in four, five, six, one, two, or three? One, two, or three. Well, which one? Three. All right, so, again, there's no Luke in that. Yeah. So, to you, you like watching, is it the Obi-Wan part or the Anakin part that you like watching most? The Anakin part and the big fighting explosions part. <laughs> All right, so my point, and then we'll see what Elton has to say, is that Elton and I grew up, Star Wars was about Luke. 
And in Darth Vader, we found out that Darth Vader was Luke's father. But they said he was a hero. They talked about, like, the great things he did and all. But all those comic books I have that Mm -hmm. they made before Phantom Menace and all all the new movies, Mm -hmm. they only went after Luke. So it's like Luke rebuilding the Jedi Knights and Princess Leia having kids and they become Jedis and Han Solo marries Princess Leia and all that stuff. All those comic books that I have upstairs, they're all about Luke. Oh. All the comic books you have mm-hmm. are about whole, Anakin and Obi-Wan. And a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, clone troopers. and My clone troopers are personally the favorite because they have the coolest guns. <laughs> I like their guns. All right, well, let's see what Elton has to say. Like, What, what do you think about this, this shift that your son will probably, probably be more a fan of Anakin than of Luke? Uh, I'm... I'm guessing you're going to be right on that one. He hasn't really seen all six movies yet. He's seen bits of all of them, I think. And he's he's big fans of the uh, the clone the clone cartoon. I think it is. Right. I think it's on Cartoon Network anyway. He's got a stormtrooper, but one of these new stormtroopers, not the old, you know, the decent stormtroopers that we we love. Right. Well, he. Like, Jay doesn't call them stormtroopers. He calls them clone troopers. <gasps> no, they're stormtroopers. Certain ones. Only the ones that don't have the, uh, like, different... Out- the Only the ones that have the helmet that's, that's like, that's... Well, the- only the ones from when Dad was little. <laughs> Those action figures. Oh, uh, yeah. You have colored well, ones now, don't you? You have, like, red ones and blue ones and green ones. And, and camouflage. Well, and I have one camouflage guy. You got a black one, right? An underwater one? Camouflage. Um, yeah, there's one um, one commander that I got with one of the comic books that was in camouflage armor. Like, uh, U.S. Army guy armor. Oh, they could have done with him colored. on Endor. I was just going to say, it's funny how yeah. they had that... 30 years before Endor, but then on Endor, then bright white. Yeah, before that, they're all polishing their, their white helmets, getting ready to fly down to the forest moon and battle people How in cool was it? Do you remember in Empire Strikes Back when they came and landed on Hoth and you started to see the snowtroopers? Yeah, they were wicked. And it was so cool. They had customized gear just for being on the planet. That's the, You have the one action figure, Jay. It looks like he's got a great big yeah, flat like, face. Like a bodysuit almost. Yeah. But that's before. Now you you have like underwater clone trooper and sky I, attack clone trooper. I and... have an underwater guy. I have a regular guy. I have three pilots. One is a rebel pilot. One is an like stormtrooper pilot that's black, but he's not like just a plain old any old stormtrooper. And he's I a have, Tie Fighter pilot, I think. Well, he's like a he's not like a just like any old guy that they just randomly put in a suit, gave him a face, not that kind of one. He's like a certain person that's involved in something well, that I don't know. Someone, of. Okay, who's who's got the best? Who's got the best armor? Who who's the best looking? I know it sounds really weird, but the the best looking armor out of all the stormtroopers or clone troopers, if you really want to call them clone troopers. Uh, Oh, Does Fett count in that? Like, well, we have Fett oh, Fett. we have Boba Fett, no. but we don't have really? the we have the old style. I actually have the Boba Fett ship, and then I have two Boba Fetts. But but yours, like the bot, like most of it is looks more bluish, 
and then mine maybe then mine maybe just a little bit of the body. So the one that I got for um, Christmas one year that came with the uh, sh- the ship um, we use is Boba Fett, and then the one that you had we use Jango Fett because he looks more bluish. See, I'd say the the best looking ones have got to be either the Atap uh, pilot driver thing, Majigis, mm-hmm. or uh, the ones in Return of the Jedi on the uh, speeders. Mm. I, I love the ones on Hoth that came in with the, the full face mask, yeah. but the Atat drivers, they're, all, they're slightly grey as well. They look like a TIE fighter pilot, but built for... Wait, we have one of those. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think my favourite would be... Hmm, I'm just... I'm gonna... He goes more by the accessories they come with, because a lot of the Clone Wars stuff come... They're basically the same body. Yeah, yeah. I got movie. I got one with like um like a little like a like little cardboard type thing that's supposed to look like a locker hanger thing, and it came with like ten gu- ten different guns plus the one he was holding in the box. There it came with like eleven guns by itself. Well, let's ask Elton about sharing accessories. Like Han Solo, the old Han Solo used to come with that weird little gun he had, looked like a pie symbol or like a little. Lowercase n. It looked like a, a hand pistol with a magazine on top <laughs> built into right, it, didn't it? Right, right. And like the, I had the Greedo character, and he had a funky gun, and um, that lizard bounty hunter had a Bosk. weird gun. Basque. Where the handle was actually by the trigger, and the thing went all the way up his arm. But Jay's actually pretty good about taking the gun that comes with one guy and letting someone else use it. The gun that came with the, the camouflaged clone trooper, like the... Like Morgan, that's like a the blast a blaster than a pistol. Well, I have um a regular um clone trooper. I actually had two. One I can't find the helmet for, and it has like like it has like battle like mud stains and all on it. And then I have another that's like all clean, doesn't have anything on it. It's like a brand new polish suit suit. And well, the gun that he, the the camouflage guy had actually like fit into the um polished one's hand good enough that like you could get the finger in the trigger and only when it fits perfectly you can get you can get their fingers in the trigger and but the commander couldn't even hold that gun good so then i took the one from the polished clone trooper because he can't had one and then then the clone commander could actually hold that one and I'm not so sure which one is his pistol, so I just try to find one that has like a decent-sized handle that he could hold, because certain guys can't hold certain guns. Okay. All right. Well, let me go back to my original question here. <laughs> I I kind of look at I understand that the story Star Wars story is really about the Skywalker family. So the the six movies are about Anakin. The stuff since 2000 is mostly Anakin. Luke is big part of the expanded universe and the second well the original trilogy the second half of the six films but then there's obi-wan kenobi's the constant in there although i guess he was really only in four films i look at this first half and i just have a hard time like rooting for anakin like those clone wars cartoons that that's just not i have a hard time i can't get into yeah it's hard to see him as darth vader the one um the ones that are on um tv now yeah those the way they have the characters on that one suck. <laughs> I'm not trying to be offensive, but they really suck. Compared to what? Compared to 
the, the other like, ones, the Samurai uh, Jack ones? No, no, I mean, like, compared to, like, a regular person, or even just, like, a regular... The animated cartoon comic books look more realistic than that. Is it because uh, Ben Kenobi's got a, a square beard? <laughs> um, yeah, and also they all have flat noses. For some reason, like, they're... They're like their bodies are like they're all flat. It's weird. I don't, if I see um like one of the characters dressed like that, and the, and it was like the only one they had, I want to get it. I would get see, so, something completely different rather than that. See, I I like the look of the the cartoons or the the anim- the new. I don't like the new cartoon graphics. Yeah, I so. like it, but. There's there's that character that girl character with the the funny headdress that just jars my head and I just the one that hangs around with Anakin all the time. Oh, the every time Padawan. I see it, oh. He has a Padawan. Oh now. no, that one. I thought you yeah. meant I thought you meant Padme because she always has like some weird hairstyle or something weird metal thing making her hair look weird. No, no, she's cool. I don't mind her. It's- I know, but like she has some type of metal thing in her hair all the time. But that's not what he meant. He was talking about. The yeah. Padawan, because he's only seen yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, I'd yeah. just put her out of the airlock straight away. I can't stand that little thing. <laughs> oh, God, you follow me around again. <laughs> straight out. I, I remember reading when they said that they were going to have a Padawan for Anakin. It's And I understand there's a video game that is a Dark Force Unleashed. Is that where he has a... The, that's Darth Vader had, um, has a Force Unleashed. An apprentice. And then that is a whole different story. Right, but that's it's it's the same idea in a way that... See, Jay, when we saw Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, Mm -hmm. all we knew, in fact, at first we didn't even know Darth Vader was a Skywalker, but all we ever knew was that he was Luke's father, he had had some sort of big battle with with, uh, Obi-Wan, that Obi-Wan had tried to train him, and sometime after he was a Jedi, and before we met Luke, he went out and, like, was the biggest... Most awesome, thousand times cooler than Darth Maul and General Gravis and unstoppable dark Jedi Sith guy out there. For like mm. years, he hunted down the Jedi. And that's why you would read the comic books when we were little and there would be the story of this this one Jedi who was hiding on a planet and Darth Vader comes and just wipes him out and all that stuff. In, um, in the Order 66 part of Episode 3... And it makes it look so easy. Yeah, see, that that was like, disappointing because he, like, he just wipes out all of a sudden all these Jedi are killed. He doesn't even have anything to do with it. it. It's like he makes it look so easy. And, like, during the one part, like, the one Jedi just, like, falls backwards in the pit. She wasn't even hit by a single bullet. She just committed suicide. Well, no. I, <laughs> kind of. I, it's just they were, they were caught ambushed, but... But so that you saw a whole bunch of Jedi die, and it wasn't even Anakin who did it. It was the troopers. But the story Anakin that we was like, the story we heard was after that battle that ends Revenge of the Sith, the Emperor sends Darth Vader out there, and Darth Vader goes, and he's like like the biggest, baddest supervillain. He goes and, and like hunts people down, and everybody's afraid of the Empire, not so much because of the Emperor, but because of Darth Vader. And yeah. and now you see this cartoon, and he's got his little plucky sidekick, and it's it's the same kind of thing. Like when when I saw the little boy who played Anakin Jay, yeah, and he was like, yeah, pod racing man, I, you know. But it's that same kind of thing. So you're seeing Anakin Skywalker completely different than like Elton and I always thought of him yeah we were told it he was this 
totally badass just traveling the galaxy, weren't we? And it it was told as if like it happened a hundred years ago, and it had been little parts of details had been missed over the time, and it had just been built up to this grand thing that he was ultimately bad. Where now, when I look at the first three movies, he's just a, a, a guy with a sword walking around, and he turns a little bit bad, and it's just not as not as bad as what it should have been. Yeah, he's he tricked, not he's tricked. evil. Well, he's slightly grumpy. Yeah, I wouldn't even say he's really, really bad. He's just slightly peed off with everyone and goes around and hacks a couple of people up. <laughs> well, some of the comic books I'm talking about in, earlier on here are, they're called Star Wars Tales, and I recently bought a whole bunch of them, and then I got some of the Expanded Universe stuff, because because I've read the books, but like Jay's not ready to necessarily read the the mini novel thing, so I was going to mm. show them to him. In there, there's some some pretty cool things. They whoever did those comics, and I guess it's Dark Horse. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah Dark, Dark Horse comic. Yeah, I've got ones from Dark Horse. They really do take that tact that we had in mind. And there's oh, there's a whole bunch where Darth Vader's hunting down supposed Jedi, or he meets uh, other wannabe Siths. And then, and then they get they get in. There's dark Jedi. There's Sith witches. There's all these kind of things that they bring in. But it just paints a much different picture than this newer, brighter kind of view of Star Wars. And and we've talked in our other uh, episodes in the past about the possibility that one day they might go and remake Star Wars. And I just don't think it's untouchable because of what they're doing already. They'll go and they'll bring a fresh faced kid in and. You know, someone who's got Han Solo's charm, but there's so many things ruined that ruined the the, the first three, the episodes five, six, and no, five, six, and seven, no, four, <laughs> five, and six. That they were they were slightly ruined by number one, two, and three. I was listening to another podcast, the Black Dog podcast, and they've just done the review mm-hmm. of all three, um, uh, the first trilogy. Sorry, and. There's little things that you you don't really realize. Like, well, we we all know that Darth Vader is Luke's father, which is fine. But if you're watching them from one, two, three up until six, then you already know that by episode three. So mm. it's not such a shock when in Empire Strikes Back when he's fighting and Darth Vader starts losing his temper, chops his hand off, and then tells him he's his father. We're standing there going, "Okay, didn't he work it out?" And he's like, <laughs> "Oh no." That makes no sense why you would just cut his hand off, then say, I'm your father. Yeah, sorry about I that. just cut your hand off. <laughs> yeah, well, when we saw it for the first time, though, Jay, it was kind of like, dun, like dun, he was, dun. yeah, and he was, he he knew, but he was keeping it to himself, and it was just kind of had a whole different feel to it. And There's then, also an, another scene, um, Leia tells, I think it's Han, how she remembers her mother mm-hmm. and yes. yet we saw her uh, Padme give birth to her and then pass her on and then that's it she has no encounters unless she has like a a weird ghosty Ben Kenobi sort of ghost come up to her and say hi I was your mother well that I kind of reconciled that was the the Organa family that she yeah. was sad at the I mean I think originally he meant it to be that it was Skywalker's it was Padme or whoever he envisioned who right. was sad, but um, that doesn't hang up with me as much as I think about uh, Darth Vader 
or Anakin being so angry at those sand people, you would have thought, you want to go test the Death Star? Let's go test it on Tatooine, a place where yeah. I was a slave and they killed my mother. And, and rumors are that an old wizard Jedi is there. You know, they just left it alone. Yeah, should have gone out and annihilated it straight away. Yeah, and people say, well, maybe he would, had so many issues he didn't want to go back that way. But the Emperor should have known that there was a disturbance in the Force. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Okay, uh, Jay, um, what do you think about Ewoks? Are they cute and cuddly and fun, or are they just rubbish little teddy bears running around? <laughs> I think they're like lethal teddy bears. Lethal? Teddy rucks being on acid. <laughs> they could like somehow they could turn a piece of wood into like a ramming bat type thing, mm-hmm. and then just like kill twenty people with it. That's true. They do, and they could take they two logs. They could take two logs, and then smash um a walker together. Like if you take two cars made of paper and slam them onto a table or crush them with a rock. Good analogy. (laughs) You know, his view might be colored slightly, too, because of um, he plays the Star Wars Lego games. Yeah. And so they're not as lame in there. You're right, though, Jay. It's Hmm? the fact that they could take on the the Empire. Yeah. I never had a problem with them, to be honest. I didn't mind them. I know lots of people hate on them, and I know they're all supposed to be Wookiees, but... To be honest, you can probably get two Ewoks for one Wookiee <laughs> down at the, the rug-making place. That's right. But I, I never had a problem with them. Never did. I, I liked Wicket. I, liked, I actually saw Caravan of Courage in the cinema. I saw Return of the Jedi in the cinema as well. I've seen Return of the Jedi twice in the cinema. I saw it on the re-release when they re-released the oh, special cool. editions. Um, um, I have one thing with like the Darth Vader hunting Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like that's That's what he does and that's that's what he does in force unleashed and and do you know what force unleashed is elton the uh all i know is isn't it a wii game or a playstation game where it's an intent i don't i think it's on all systems it's it's on wii ds think, it's on xbox and all too but yeah and you can move stuff around well what who are you you play as the apprentice right mm-hmm. of You're darth a, vader of darth vader and then over the course of the game, you have to decide whether you're going to overthrow... At the end of the game, um, you have a choice. You could um, either... Like, there's... Um, at the last part of the game, at first you battle Darth Vader. And then the Emperor comes in. And then you have a choice. You could either fight the Emperor or get your revenge on Darth Vader. But either way, you die. So it really doesn't matter. I, I've, I've finished the game twice, and I've done different things but the part that that i don't like about it is that like you end the game with all these powers then you have to go through and get them all back again and then like the only two times you have them all is when you're darth vader in the very first part and in the end where the only two people you're gonna battle are darth vader and the or the emperor it's like and they're like they're useless. You could have used them like twenty times before. Well, you have to acquire them, I guess. But so, what yeah. you're saying is, so you're this this person that you start out as Darth Vader in the game. Yeah, and, and then you find the boy. Yeah, after you after you kill a Jedi, you kill a Jedi and you take the boy and to then train. and then the boy you become the boy and then the boy picks up the lightsaber and then like tries to fight back. 
and I don't know why. Like, if Darth Vader didn't like take him, that boy just committed suicide. Unless, I, I don't know, I don't know how that boy could not know that. Unless Darth <laughs> Vader took him, him with him, he just committed suicide. Well, he's angry that the he was friends with the Jedi, right? He was his son. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. But like he basically he just committed suicide. But he I'm didn't. Like, he goes on. He gets trained by Darth yeah, well, Vader. Almost normally that would be considered you just committed suicide. Right. <laughs> so, so at the end of the game, though, this apprentice you're being trained to be a Sith. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, well, well, in the middle, Vader tricks you. And, and like says, turn against the like he wants to turn against the emperor and all this stuff. But then in the end, all it was was just the entire thing was just a big scam. Like everything Vader told you, except for what he wanted you to do, was a big scam. And also with the hunting part of Darth Vader again, like aren't isn't that Boba Fett and Jango Fett's job? To, oh wait, wait, they get paid to do it. I just realized they get paid to do it. He does it for fun. It sounds like a very complicated game. And it, you know, from my point of view, it sounds a bit rubbish, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's a neat idea, but it's, I haven't played it because it's one-player stuff. But there's, uh, I've heard it's, it's kind of neat. But, it, but at the end, you do decide whether you're going to reject the dark side or embrace the dark side and take Vader's place. You could get your revenge on Vader, and then you die, and then the Emperor... Gives you this weird robotic suit that's like half human, half like robot. It's like it's creepy. Or you fight, you try to fight the emperor. You win in your part of the battle, but then after that, you die. Just sounds like Jedi all over again, but just rewritten. Yeah. It's like a Sith going to Jedi, then being tricked, and then having a. It's it. uh, It's hard to explain. (laughs) Okay. Right. I'll go on. What is your favorite ship out of all six or seven movies that we got? Let me think. The, my favorite ship... Just one, though. Hmm. Favorite ship. Because I was a big fan of the X, X-Wing. When yeah. I, I actually got an X-Wing from... I think it's from... I think we've spoken about this before at some point. Yeah, but I have I, the battle-damaged one from Empire. Yeah, yeah, the one where you, you could put all the transfers on from the rocks and all the moss and stuff like that. Yep. I, I remember having that. But I've seen um, Millennium Falcons now, and they just don't look as good as the one that I used to have. I just, Mine was cream. I used to love that thing. Um, well, out of all the ships that there are in all the games, I would have to go with the Star Destroyer or, um, the, like, I think the Rebel Ver the rebel version of the Star Destroyer in episodes 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. It's basically the same ship. Same thing with um, the Clone Arc Fighter and X-Wing. Yeah. yeah. Like, those two were just changed in, like, a few ways um, because it's, like, different time periods. But I would think the, cl- the episode 1, 2, and 3 version of the Star Destroyer because it was, like, it's just really a... Ad- it's like really advanced, okay. but I think like the imperial version of it is not as cool. Okay, um, okay, you're wrong, but because it's <laughs> Boba Fett's uh, ship that's the best one ever. 
No, see, I don't like that one because it doesn't fly the way you would expect. That's why I like it. It looks so awesome when it's down and you're you're facing upwards when you're in the cockpit, aren't you? We have the toy version of it, like yeah. the, the old seventies one, and the and handle for it is you hold it like a uh, like a boxing glove. Yeah, and there's also yeah. a trigger on the handle that if you hold it, um, the wings would stay. Like um, when it's up, um, when it's down, the wings are flat because it because like they're just on like spinny things. Like there's nothing like reinforcing them unless you pull the trigger on the handle. Yeah. That'll keep them the way they were. No, that is the greatest ship ever. It's better than all the Star Trek stuff, all the mm-hmm. Star Wars stuff put together. Mm. Don't <laughs> mm me, young man. <laughs> and also, like, I have that ship. And then there's also, like, a thing that you can slide. Really? The Like, you put the character in the thing, and, like, there's, like, a thing that on on, like, this platform bed type thing. So you would stick the character in, and then there would... Like and then it would hold the character in by their waist with like this. The pilot, you would put yeah. Boba Fett up, and it had like and, a little mm-hmm. waist part that clipped him in. Yeah, and then there was a thing on the side that would let that would let you move that to so he would either be in the cockpit or like that lower lobby part. Well, that was the cool thing about what Elton was saying with the the old Millennium Falcon, the, or not? Yeah, the Millennium Falcon, the one that I have upstairs that's covered yeah. in pieces. It's not like it used to be, Jay, so you don't get to see, but it was the same kind of way. You could flip a switch and they would lock into battle position and they'd be in the... When you aimed the guns, there was a little guy sat in the chair and he, he spun around with it. Yeah, I, I, I can't I can't find I can't find a way to fit anybody in I that chair. Because I broke it. Uh, <laughs> I can't fit anyone in there. Can I just say, this is probably our best episode ever. Well, I hope so. <laughs> you all right, bud? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Kids are cool. These kids are so cool. It's brilliant. <laughs> I had another topic that I wanted to bring on, and I know not all our listeners are Star Wars fans, so it'll be good to kind of shift speed here. You know, Jay Elton and I do this this computer radio show, and mm-hmm. there's probably – we don't actually know how many people listen. Um, ah. We get numbers on the computer that kind of suggest – I'm going to guess there's probably about 100, 150 people who listen to this show. Mm-hmm. And then we do another one about the TV show Lost, the show yeah. uh, Mom and I watch all the time. Yeah. And that one, we get over 2,000 people wow. listen to that show. Wow. And that's yeah, pretty cool. And We're either yeah. doing something very right or very wrong somewhere. <laughs> and that's and exactly right. Either we're doing something right and they like it, or we're doing something wrong and they're kind of making fun of us and we just don't know. And they, Or they like the way that you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that could be too. <laughs> but what we do know is mm-hmm. we get letters from the people sometimes. Ah. Sometimes people like pop on the computer and and they'll talk to us on like twitter or facebook and stuff or they'll send us emails or they'll send comments or sometimes we're even lucky enough to hear them tell other people about the shows Mm -hmm. and and it's all been pretty good for the most part Mm -hmm. and one day we had a a boy come on Mm -hmm. uh, that we invited to, to come on the show and he was so like happy to be on the show and we were surprised and he's like oh i get to be on with uh the famous scott nelton and someone else made it like a nickname that, oh, I have to go and talk to Skelton one day. <laughs> and it was kind of cool. It's like, it's almost like we're famous. We're not. But like in a tiny little circle, we are. But those people, mm-hmm. out of all those people that listen, only a couple write or let us know or talk to us. Like, And, and some, like this boy, are, are almost like a little nervous to do so. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to kind of to talk to you about with Elton and all is 
is that kind of thing. Like, there's the podcast I listen to. Remember the guy you did the growing a mustache with? Yeah. Paul Goebel. So he's he's a very nice guy, but he's mm-hmm. a very, they would say, confident guy. So, like, he's not looking for friends or anything like that. He just, he's got his own group. He's fine. You like him. You don't like him. He doesn't really care. He's doing his own thing. But I like him, and I like listening to him. And, and sometimes he asks a question, and, and I'll say, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send an email and answer the question, or I'm going to tell him about this, this thing I think he might like, or little things like that. And the other day, like, he, he mentioned me in the, the podcast, and I was so nervous. Like, I remember when he mentioned you doing the growing the mustache? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I heard it, then I was almost afraid to keep listening to, like, the rest of it, because I don't know. I'm, like, I'm not famous, and I'm nervous. Like, he, he kind of makes fun of people for a living, so I was afraid he was going to make fun <laughs> of me. But he had all nice things to say, and it was really kind of cool. I, Elton, you'll probably appreciate, like, I... I listened, and then I heard him say my name, yeah. and I stopped. I paused. I did something else. Then I came back. I listened another 10 minutes, and he mentioned me again. And I was like, ah. Then I, I couldn't listen anymore. I finally went going, and he started talking about this thing. And he's like, yeah, you know, that guy Scott also asked us a question. So why don't we talk about this? And I was like the little <laughs> mini celebrity. But my point of this long story is, you know, there's – you know, I'm sure Elton has mm-hmm. stories about those things too. I, I have – um stories about like famous basketball players I wrote to and things like that. And I always have a hard time getting you to do that because there's, there's a music writer, Ross mm-hmm. Copperman, who's yeah. not related to us, but he has a song that you learned to play on the piano. Yeah. And I couldn't get you to just send him a little note telling him that mm-hmm. you, hi, I'm Jay Copperman, and I learned to play your song. Mm-hmm. Um, or like LT, mm-hmm. your favorite football player or one of your favorite yeah. football players. And Philip Rivers and all, like, we never write fan mail to them. But I think Elton could tell you, like, that kind of stuff is really something cool to do. But it's also scary to do, too. So I thought we'd see if Elton had any stories of of any contact he'd had with celebrities or fan mail attempts. or um, <laughs> I'm going to kill your story. No, I haven't. Not at all. <laughs> when you were little. Like... No, I, I'm trying to rack my brain now. No, I'm... I remember trying to – we had a program on TV called Heartbeat and you used to be able to send your pictures in on there and you always wanted a, a picture on the Heartbeat Gallery and that's about as famous as it ever got because I, I never even got that on there. But did you, you ever write a fan letter to like an actor or an athlete or anything? No. No, i never done that at all. See, we did this thing, Jay, where mm-hmm. Elton actually asked everybody to give – a body part, and we would make like a person out of it. Yeah, and like a real person. Well, like make he drew a picture, oh. and then he gave we gave the picture away to to one of the people, and there were mm-hmm. like thirty people sent in said, "Take my ear, take my finger, take my butt, take my foot," stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then we had a contest one time. Uh-huh. A bunch of people like had to do like a scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. but for how many people listened? Only a small number of people actually did the contest. So. If you if you took a chance, you'd be able to do it. Even Elton and I, like I've never met Elton, but we just wrote to each other one day and, and decided to try to do it. Or like when you talked to yeah. Daniel on the computer, that's uh, mm. Weather Eye's son, that you never met him, mm-hmm. but you took a chance. Sometimes good things come, but it is scary. As I, I wrote a letter, my favorite basketball player is Dan Marley, 
he's not playing anymore, but he used to play for the Phoenix Suns, and then he got traded to Cleveland and then Miami. And I remember when he was still kind of new to the league, and he was respected among the people who knew who he was, but he was kind of an anonymous player still. I wrote a letter, and I was it was so kind of cheesy. I was like, I just want you to know when you come to Philadelphia that there's at least one person in the stands <laughs> rooting for you, Mr. Marley. And, uh, you know, as corny as that was, and maybe it got like a little giggle or something there, I didn't get anything back and I didn't want anything back. But he might have just as soon sent me like an autographed card or mm-hmm. a little note. One time my friend and I went and we got a script back for a movie because we wrote and said, we really like your movie. <clears throat> and they sent us a script and that hat I was wearing to your hockey game the other day I got because I wrote to a radio station and I said, I live all the way on the other side of the country, but I listen to your radio station on computer all the time. You won once. You actually won a contest once um, on a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh, a call-in kind of contest. Yeah. Yeah. And you got um, that basketball hoop and that shirt. Oh, the, the basketball hoop and the shirt mm-hmm. you're talking about? That came from, uh, that's, that came from just writing to the people and saying, I know you're in Sacramento, California, but I listened to you all the way in New Jersey. Oh, and, I, thought, uh, I thought you won. I thought you won that. No, they just contest. sent it to me. I didn't ask them for anything. <laughs> I didn't pay anything for it. I just said hi. I don't know if you know. I mean, they know. Like I know, there's people in Canada listening to our show. But <laughs> well, once I did ask for free T-shirts. But if someone <laughs> were to sit there and say, "Hey, yo, Scott." I just want you to know this is the T-shirt from uh, the local high school in our town, or or whatever. That'd be I would wear that all the time. I think that stuff's kind of cool. So uh, my point of all it is, even though Elton's not really a big help with it at the moment, uh, <laughs> when his boy gets a little older and he starts rooting for this football team or that football team, they'll probably try to get an autograph or maybe send something. You have all those football cards and baseball cards and stuff. Especially for you on the computer, it takes a second to send an email. Mm-hmm. The worst that's going to happen, but is they're just going to ignore it. Yeah. They're not going to sit there and go, how dare you write to me? You are punished. Oh, I'd definitely encourage Jacob to do something like that. But I, I don't know. I personally now wouldn't go out my way to do anything like that. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds right or not. No, I know what you mean. But like someone on TV, like Craig Ferguson, Jay. We, mm-hmm. we watch Craig Ferguson sometimes and he mm-hmm. reads the email. Mm-hmm. We can send an email. Yeah. But you don't want to send an email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd love it if you read your email. Yeah. Kind of. So that's what I'm saying. It's kind of funny kind and hard. Of. It's worth going into them sort of things because the amount of people that do actually respond is negligible compared to the actual people that actually listen or watch the program. So, yeah, there is... It is definitely worth going in for them as competitions. <laughs> See now, you you you're you're a celebrity of sorts. Now, if someone sent you an email, someone might send an email to the show for you. You probably get more emails than us anyway. Cool. Remember, you got an, you got an email from Jacob. Do you remember that when you we did the little thing about Godzilla? Yeah. And you asked what a nerd hurdle was. Yeah. Have you figured out what a nerd hurdle is yet? <laughs> no. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we won't pick on jacob and mandy and their podcast and all they can't help it they mm-hmm. picked the name they did but uh we had one last thing we wanted to do with you here jay mm-hmm. all right elton and i do a thing about kind of weird news 
Yeah. And some crazy, crazy stuff goes on <laughs> in the world. You don't really want to or need to know right now. Mm-hmm. But Elton has found some mm-hmm. news stories. Certain oh. ones are real. Okay. Certain ones are not. All right. I'll give him the headlines of these uh, these three stories, and then he has to pick the, the fake one out of the three. All right. And then I'll read them all out and see what we think. Okay. okay. Right. Uh, these are all from... doesn't matter when they're from. One's quite an old one, but it doesn't matter. Um... Headline number one, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows coming in 3D. Okay. Uh, number two, a goat detained over, over armed robbery. That means arrested and kept in jail. Okay. <laughs> or scientists create dog with handles. Dog with handles? So what one, what one out of them three is the fake story? So Harry Potter coming out in 3D, a goat arrested for robbing somebody, or scientists made a dog with handles? The first one. The 3D one? Yeah. Is what? <laughs> fake. <laughs> I love kids. They're brilliant. <laughs> Am I right? Okay, so you think that the story of Harry Potter coming out in 3D is fake? Yeah. So you uh, think there's a dog with handles somewhere? I think it's possible. And you think a goat went to jail? That's That would be weird, but could happen. But the fact that Harry Potter might be in 3D, that's unthinkable. Just crazy. That's and that, just crazy. That's an old one. That's one of the like, old no, movies. No, the next movie, he's saying. The next movie. No, it's, it's the next two oh. movies. Oh, I, that... I, didn't, I, I thought that was an old one. Oh, so you right. change your answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let me think. Dog with handles, you can super glue handles to a do- dog. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> get, a, get a bucket of super glue, <laughs> two handles, voila. Or a goat <laughs> arrested over an armed robbery. All right, happy. Pick okay, um, I, uh, the goat. The goat is real or fake? Fake. The goat one is fake. Ah. <sighs> Okay, right, that's what you're saying. I'm not saying that it's the fake one. All right. All right. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows is actually coming out in 3D. Is it an older movie? No, it's it's the new... Yeah, I know, I know. But if I knew... But if I was right that it was an older one... Anyway, (laughs) uh, Warner Brothers have been testing footage for its upcoming Clash of the Titans, converting it into 3D, and they've decided to actually do the next two Harry Potter movies, which I'm not too sure the names of. I know it's Deathly Hallows and probably the the final one, I think it's going to be called. (laughs) The final one? (laughs) Yes. I'm not so sure about it it being the last one. But they're, they're going to bring these out in 3D. It's going to cost them $10 million to convert it from normal standard 2D to 3D. You've got $5 million going into actually changing it into 3D. And then Warner, Warner Brothers will absorb the additional $5 million expense per pick to pay for the 3D glasses across the world. Then plus so, the money that it costs them to make the movie... Yeah, but... That would be a lot of money. That would be a lot. Do they charge more for 3D movies when you go, where you live? No, I don't think so. I think it's just, oh, there you go, 
3D glasses. They charge more here. But we only saw Coraline in 3D, and we didn't have to pay extra for that. And I haven't seen Avatar yet, although I'm not really bothered about seeing Avatar at the moment. So. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next story. You think the goat detained over armed robbery was a fake story? Yeah. I'm afraid you're wrong. Wait, so they can't make a dog with it? Just get a bucket of super glue and get two handles. <laughs> Come on. Well, let's listen now, to the goat story. Okay, the goat story. Vigilantes took the black and white beast to police, saying it was an armed robber who had used black magic to transform himself into a goat to escape arrest after trying to steal a Mazda 323. <laughs> I don't understand how that's possible. Well, it's, they're wrong. That's why. <laughs> it was a belief in witchcraft is widespread in parts of Nigeria. Basically, uh, I think someone tried to steal a Mazda car. He ran off around the corner, and there was probably a goat down this alley. And they've gone, oh, he's turned into a goat. It must be the goat. And they grabbed the goat and took it to the police station and arrested him. Okay. I'll give you the fake story now, anyway. Right. Scientists create dog with handles. Uh <laughs> Scientists in Holland have created the first test tube dog with handles. The small chihuahua was born on Valentine's Day 2010. Professor Hubbs Rib showed off the tiny pooch, which has handles either side of its spine. Hubbs Rib said, It's a wonderful day for science. Now these silly little dogs won't have to endure trips in their owner's handbag. Who knows, one day we could grow these on humans. And you could also get a bucket of super glue. Oh, we let go. You were wrong. It's possible with a bucket <laughs> of super glue. But that's not science. Scientists making a dog with handles genetically. Well, they could put super glue in the skin. All right. <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> You're a crazy kid. <laughs> so the other thing we do here, Jay, is we have a moral for the episode. Something that you right. learned by listening and being on the show. So I heard a couple things that sounded like they could be good morals. The classic was they have that thing that puts the guy in the thing and then the thing moves the thing. I'm a big fan of that person. That would be me. But there's a couple other things in there too. That would be me. It was you. But what do you think, guys? Is there is there anything? I'm quite happy to go with the thing. and The thing? The thing? Yes. Yeah. All right. So there you go, Jay. You have our moral for the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I thank you for coming out and being part of the show today, Jay. And I thank the listeners mm-hmm. for indulging us in our our family visits this month. We do have a live show that we're looking to put out. Um, I don't know. Probably next time around, uh, I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. If we can get this out quickly, we may try to get one early next week or uh, over the weekend. We'll have to feel out when's best for everybody. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. You're good. All right. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, thank you, as always, for listening. And you can visit our website at bombastpodcast.podbean.com. Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> or send us an email. That's too. the funniest word ever. <laughs> That's an email, too. I'm still laughing. 
Send us an email to bombastpodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead, Jay. Gmail. And I get to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that wouldn't be cool. Yeah. It wouldn't be funny either. <laughs> Forget about them two. Follow us both on Twitter. Uh, I am Ultimate Manus. That, yeah. Scott is twitter.com forward slash SHC 1970. So any final words to the listeners you want to share? I don't know. It'll do yes or no? No. Nothing? Totally good. I'm not ready. All right. Well, thank you, Jay. You're free to go. All right. Bye. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. Thanks a lot, guys, and I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Bye. It's been a quarter of a century now, people, since the rebels won the day. They destroyed that evil empire and the galaxy was saved. And Solo, Luke, Leia, Lando, they're the heroes we all recall. But let's not forget about their big-hearted friends who were only one meter tall. I'm talking about the Ewoks. They were more than just cute, cuddly bears. Give some credit to the Ewoks. Without their help, the Alliance didn't have a prayer. I was surfing the Star Wars message boards And Lord, I was shocked to read All the haters putting down the Ewoks They say they ruined the first trilogy Well, they may have been at it for the children And they may have been comic relief And it may not make sense that they could beat Stormtroopers With such primitive weaponry But why are you hating on the Ewoks? Tell me, what did they ever do to you? Where's the love for the Ewoks? Let's give it up, cause it's long overdue. Clap your hands now. Ewoks. The tiny warriors. Ewoks. The so bravely. Ewoks. Living like the Amish. Ewoks, Ewoks. Take it, Billy D. After Princess Leia crashed the speeder bike, who had our sister's back? Ewoks. And who was it that led the Allies to the bunker back door for their sneak attack? And at the end of Act 2, when all was looking bad, who set those captured rebels free? Can somebody remind me who throws the hottest treetop parties in the galaxy? You know he's talking about the Ewoks. They still got it going on after 25 years. Ewoks. Sing it loud so all those haters can hear. Come on now. Ewoks. They're inspirational. Ewoks. They sold so many toys. Yup, yup, now Ewoks, Ewoks, come on now Ewoks, Ewoks Podbeat <laughs> That's the funniest word ever Podbeat I'm still laughing <laughs>